Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and joining me today is Lori McLean, who has been nominated by Raven for a Game Changer Award. And we're so happy that Lori is joining us today to tell us more about the amazing work that she's doing. So Lori, congratulations on your nomination, and thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you very much. I'm very honored. Thanks. So tell, tell me a little bit, Lori, about uh, where, where you live and how you got into doing rescue. Okay. Um, I live in Northern California, a place called Granite Bay. And um, I started doing rescue, gosh, probably about 30 years ago. Um, and I started in local shelters like the, the local um, Sacramento SPCA and then Placer County SPCA. And I did um, adoption counseling, dog walking, things like that. And I got specifically involved in rescue because there was a, uh, a golden retriever in the, at the Placer County SPCA that had some medical issues that made him hard to adopt. So I ended up fostering him and it kind of just started there. And then I got in touch with a local golden retriever rescue. And that was, gosh, I've been with that rescue for... 23 years volunteering for Homeward Bound Golden Retriever Rescue. So when I fostered that gold, that hard to place Golden Retriever from um, Placer, S, Placer County SPCA, um, I got in touch with Homeward Bound Golden Retriever Rescue, and that's how my relationship with them started about uh, 23 years ago. And um, and then after that, several years later, um, my daughter had. Um, asked me for a German Shepherd. At the time, she was about 21, um, going to college, running a runner, and asked me for a German Shepherd. And so that's how we um, got involved with German Shepherd Rescue. She adopted a German Shepherd from them, and then um, and he's almost 13 now. And um, yeah, and so uh, Romo is is actually 13 or almost 14. And so I got I I German Shepherd probably. Um, from Bay Area German Shepherd Rescue about six years ago. And then I started volunteering with them. So mm. I'm vol- volunteering organizations and that's kind of how that started. And Lori, so you're at this point, you're a vet, you're a veteran and you have uh, this amazing experience helping a variety of different people and a variety of different animals and breeds in need come together kind of as a um, forever home matchmaker in, in one sense. Um, do you bring animals in? Are you fostering? Do you work out of those facilities? Are you fostering dogs in your home? Or how do you, how do you go about um, or organizing your rescue <laughs> volunteer career? Oh, okay. Well, it, it's, it's not easy because I still work full time, um, but it definitely is my passion. I do adoption counseling, I do fostering, I do home visits, and I do dog evaluations for the German Shepherd program. And, you know, I work with a great team in both uh, rescues. Homeward Bound is lucky enough to have a facility in our area. They have eight acres out in Alberta. 
Um, Bay Area German Shepherd Rescue is just strictly off fosters. Um, so there's a little bit more of a need there because we can only rescue as many dogs as we have fosters for. Um, so um, yeah, it's just a great team of people. Um, people that want to apply to adopt for our dogs, go onto our website, apply. Um, the adoption counselors pick up the applications. We do home visits. Obviously we screen the applications. Um, we build relationships with those people to see what their lifestyle is in regard to matching them. Screening, I think that that's something that a lot of, at least the shelters that I have worked at, there was not this in-depth understanding of the family's mm-hmm. dynamic and what's involved right. and what they're capable of, what their knowledge base is, what their what what animal would best fit with them to mm-hmm. the specific animal's need. And I think it's really fantastic that you are spending a lot of time making sure that the animal is an animal's personality, the animal's needs mm-hmm. fits with the fam, the potential family looking to, to provide that forever home. It's mm-hmm. such an important piece that I think sometimes isn't done. And that's part of the reason that we see dogs repeatedly going back to the shelters is that this critical piece wasn't necessarily investigated to the extent that it should have been. So I love the fact that you're passionate about making sure that the animal is best aligned with the home that's capable of providing for its needs. I think that that's necessary and underestimated and a really important aspect of making sure that that union, it's kind of like an arranged marriage. Um, You want to make sure that you are aligned with with that partnership. Yeah. And I think that that's beautiful that you do that. Um, What, what do you love most about your, uh, almost 30 year career of volunteering to help so many awesome animals. What, what, what gets you up in the morning in terms of what you love most? Well, um, there's so many things that I love about it, but, um, the thing I love most probably is the thing that we were just talking about is, you know, we work really closely with shelters because shelters realize that they don't have the funding, the capacity, you know, the staff to really thoroughly screen people. Um, so a lot of the times the shelters call us and say, we have this, you know, and our volunteers go regularly into the shelters to evaluate dogs, to bring into rescue. Um, so we work closely with them. That is huge because what, like you said, what one person thinks they want or need for their family, they might be really enamored with this beautiful 95 pound German shepherd. Well, that beautiful 95 pound German shepherd needs a specific kind of person to give them the right life, you to be successful, to, to, you know, have to not end up in the shelter again. And um, so that is huge to use my expertise, my team members expertise, because we bounce things off of each other to match those people with the, with, you know, the right dog. And then, you know, our special needs dogs that come in, my most recent foster came in with a huge amount of hair loss, double ear infections, skin infections. And to take a dog like that, out of a shelter to bring him to my home and to see him, you know, month to six weeks later after putting him on a fresh food diet, you know, um, healthy supplementation and just a, a safe place to live and regular exercise and to see him turn and blossom, blossom into this healthy, happy dog with a smile on his face. And then, you know, eventually putting him into a home with somebody that absolutely cherishes him and is yeah. going to be life that he deserves. So that, and that yeah. is huge for me, obviously. And matching people, we don't always save do- only save dogs, we save people too. Um, we really, I've got some amazing stories over the years of people that have just, you know, at their worst, um, but then have this 
living being that has just made their life whole. Yeah. And the beautiful part about you spending so much time making sure that the right animal is matched with the right human, you are dramatically increasing that forever soul bond by, by making sure that they're appropriately aligned, which is just really, really fantastic. The other thing I think that's great is you probably have ongoing, you make these forever friends with these humans, uh, every mm-hmm. dog or, or animal that you've ever placed, you probably have an ongoing mm-hmm. relationship with them, which has to be incredibly gratifying for you. Yeah. It, that is a huge part of it too, is that I have foster dogs that I have adopted out years ago that I still talk to their owners, you know, a couple of, you know, a couple times a month, maybe, you know, it wanes after a few years, but I get Christmas cards. Um, a foster that I had a few months ago was an almost a foster failure. I mean, I totally fell head over heels in love with this dog, but I adopted him to a family up in uh, Truckee by Tahoe. And I text message her, email her. We talk probably three times a week and best home and the best life. And so those human relationships that I have over the years are just priceless and I cherish them. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So Lori, if there's one thing that you would want the world to know about, about what you do, um, what would it be? Oh gosh, there's so many things because I I can talk a lot, but um, I would say that if you're thinking about uh, getting a dog, adding a dog to your family, just please do your research on the breed, sure that you're ready to give that dog what it needs. Um, And then, you know, work with your, excuse me, a rescue or a shelter. Um, We have beautiful, amazing dogs that come in a rescue and they're just, a lot of people will say to me about my own dogs or my foster dogs. It's like that dog came out of a shelter. I mean, these are, these are beautiful creatures. And so if you can rescue, go there first, um, you know, do not support, you know, backyard breeding or puppy mills. Um, there's be patient with rescue. We are mostly volunteers, but be patient. And I guarantee you that, um, we will bring you, you know, your the best friend you've ever had in your whole life. I can't, my life without my dogs and rescue dogs will just, they love you from the inside out. They just, they just, they are grateful for the life that you've given them. Yeah. That's- Lori, if people wanted to learn more about the rescues that you are working with, are there websites mm-hmm. or Facebook groups that you could share with us? Yeah, both. So Homeward Bound Golden Retriever Rescue, it's homewardboundgoldens.org. And then Bay Area German Shepherd Rescue is bayareagsr.org. And um, the website is constantly changing. And, and a lot of times people get a little bit frustrated with the websites. They're like, well, I didn't see that dog on there. So um, we it's a very fast moving. Uh, rescue is very, very fast moving. But when you have your adoption counselor that you're working with, um, we build relationships with you. And um, like, like you said, we become friends. So we, that's our job is to help you every step of the way. And so don't get dismayed in the website and think, oh, there's not a dog there for me because it's constantly changing. Yeah. And Lori, do, do both of those organizations, do you do, can you go through a pre-approval process where you meet with your counselor, you do the home visit, everything is scored away, and then you're just basically on an, 
a waiting list for when a dog that comes in that may be aligned with your life and your family mm-hmm. situation? Is that something that's a possibility if people knew that they wanted, uh, you know, to, to wait for that perfect forever um, family member? Is that, mm-hmm. can they get pre-approved and then just be ready if, if and when a dog comes in? Yeah, absolutely. So the first step would just be to do the application on the website. And then um, the adoption counselor will pick up your application and screen it and then contact you to do a home visit. Obviously with COVID right now, we're doing virtual home visits and videos and such. Um, And then the the basic reason for that um, is to just kind of just really learn about you and your family and your needs. And then for your adoption counselor to know what you need and what dog to look for for you. And then they keep in constant communication with you about you know, a dog that might be coming in because as volunteers, we know which dogs are coming into our program. And so we can say, oh, you know, you know, the Smith family, um, this might be a good match for them. And then obviously the dog's in foster for a little bit so that the foster family can work, can learn about the dog and see, because they, they change from a shelter environment to a home environment a lot. So it takes us, you know, a couple of weeks to get them to know a little bit better know them a little bit better and and then yeah we'll make a match and it it might be you know this week but it might be two months down the line it just depends on what's going on with rescue and then you know what your needs are as a family well let me tell you i love love that you are focused on making sure that you have a well-matched situation Mm -hmm. so that there's not additional not only additional emotional trauma for all the volunteers involved but obviously not addition any more trauma for the animal going through the recycling process you're doing everything you can uh, to minimize the chances Mm -hmm. of any recycling happening and i think that's beautiful and i think that out of you basically it's almost like concierge concierge adoption where Mm -hmm. you're you're finding the right animal for the right home in the right environment at the right time. And by you assuring yourself of, of lighting up all those variables, you're minimizing the likelihood of anything going uh, unexpected or not as planned, which I think really delivers the best hope for long-term minimized stress on the animal. But also what a beautiful, um, what a beautiful way of lining up forever homes and relationships by you working in the background with these organizations to do the best you can at making sure that there's um, good synergy and alignment prior to the adoption to occurring. That's a really beautiful thing. And I appreciate you. I I love that that's your passion because you are assuring less stress for everyone long-term. Yep. That's our goal. Our goal is for uh, the dogs that are in our care to go to their last home and stay there. With that said, the beauty about rescue too is if for some reason it doesn't work out or if there's a life-changing event in the adopter's home where they they just feel like they can't keep that dog, that dog can come back to us. And that's something that's very important to us. We don't want any of our dogs to ever end up in a shelter again. We want them to come back to us. We want them to come back to us. And so, but but you're right. We try our very hardest um, to, to make that really good match. Yeah, well, and I love that. And I love that Raven took the time to nominate you. I love the fact that you are, you have spent uh, one third of your life doing this. You're, I'm sure you'll do it for the, for the next one third of your life. I think it's just uh, a part of who you are. And I'm so thankful that there are people like you in the world that are passionate about aligning homeless animals with beautiful families to make that forever commitment. So 
thank you so much for all that you're doing. It's been a pleasure to talk with you, Lori. Oh, thank you for what you do too. You, you've helped me a lot with getting a lot of my foster dogs healthy. So I, I appreciate that a lot. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs>